Hey friend, so I hope you're having a wonderful week. Uh, it is Tuesday morning when this is coming out and releasing. And I just wanted to talk to you a minute about Client Up. So time's running out to register for a four week course on Clienting Up. Do you need more clients while keeping the ones that you already have? And this can be a struggle for some people is just generating new clientele or new customers, but also keeping the ones that they have. Because we all know that having customers is huge and customers that return to us. So we're going to be talking about in this course, we're going to evaluate your current customer base, how you currently attract customers and how, what is your retention rate? So we're going to talk about all those things in client up. So it's a four week course. It's coming up starting May 1st and I'm super excited about it, but we're going to learn how to effectively attract new customers and also retain the ones that we've got. So we're going to implement some actionable processes, some solutions, um, to attracting and retaining our customers. So I'm Again, super excited. This will be four weeks. Starting on May 1st, you'll have access to your course, and I will be with you during those four weeks. You can feel free to jump on the live calls with me and ask questions, or uh, you can do this at your own pace. So it's totally up to you, but you will have a four-week online course, but you'll have access to this after this four weeks. So actually, I'm giving you a one, um, a lifetime membership to it. So um, during this four-week course, it's available to you for only $297. And um, you can do that, or you can do three monthly installments of $132. So super affordable, and it's going to be super, super fun, but also you're going to get a lot of great information. So a lot of great goodies, a lot of great takeaways, and also you'll be able to connect with other women in business just like you. So you want to be sure to sign up. I'll have the link in the show notes, or you can email me at emily at emilyjansenmcgrath.com with any questions or if you have any trouble. So sign up today. Hello, darling. Welcome to Business Building by Design. Do you want increased sales and to scale your small business to a new level? Do you find yourself up late at night worrying about how to make more money and customer retention? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel frustrated and like you're spinning your wheels and it's not getting anywhere? Well, hello, I'm Emily and I'm here to help. I too have felt frustrated and like I was running in circles only to be right back where I started. I wanted to create more income, have a successful, sustainable business that I could count on without feeling like I was working myself to death. I thought there has to be a better way. I've learned the secret sauce to growing your small business, and I'm thrilled to share it with you. In this podcast, you'll find tips for attracting new customers, strategies for achieving your financial goals, and connecting with other women entrepreneurs just like you. So put on your walking shoes or grab that kombucha, and let's go. Well, I'm so glad that you're back today, and um, I look forward each week to talking to you and discussing different things that we have going on in small business as women entrepreneurs, but also I have some men out there listening to you, to, to this podcast as well. So, Hey guys, but just some tips and things that we can talk about and discuss. And I heard something this morning, I was listening to a podcast and it said, wise people learn from other wise people. So I try to take information or, you know, we've talked a lot about having a mentor or a coach. I look to my mentors and to my coaches to give me wise information, maybe things that they've gone through before or difficulties that they've had in the past. How did they navigate through those difficult times? 
or what are some things that they've done, some ideas that they've had that have worked really well and been very successful. Now again, disclaimer, what works for me may not work for you, but a lot of times we can those things can translate over into our businesses or into our lives as well. So get a mentor, get a coach. If you don't have one, and I would be more than happy to work with you. I have a few spots available for coaching. So if you're interested in that, please um, look to my show notes or shoot me an email, emily at emilyjansenmcgrath.com. I'd love to work with you. Again, I've got a couple of spots available right now. And then also we're having our course coming up, Climb Up. So you're definitely going to want to take advantage of that course. It's a four-week program. I just introduced it in, in the first part of this podcast. So make sure you sign up today. But I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, tips and strategies for balancing work and personal life as women entrepreneurs. Now, as women, we typically take on many, many, many roles. I know men do too, but women, we're wives, we're mothers, we're, you know, we're work in our homes, but yet we work outside of our homes. We take on lots of roles and women tend to take on too much. So, and I have been so guilty of this and it's something that I have to constantly work on and my friend says boundaries you got to set those boundaries and I know that but sometimes I'll let them sneak back in and I start um, crossing over those boundaries and I have to remind myself okay what are my boundaries so setting boundaries in your work life and your personal life is super important so setting clear boundaries between work and personal such as setting specific work hours or making sure that you don't work while you're having family time so make sure that you're avoiding work-related activities during non-working hours now that can be specifically difficult as like some a job like mine like i'm in the real estate field so a lot of times i have to take calls but then i don't have to so you have to really navigate those waters and decide what are my working hours what are my boundaries going to be do i really need to take this call or can it be something that can wait until later so sometimes that's a difficult line but map it out. Like literally when I say map it out, I mean, get a pencil and paper and say, these are my boundaries. These are the times that I'm going to work. These are the hours that I'm going to devote to work. And these are the hours that I'm devoting to my family time or just to yourself because you have to have that time out for yourself as well. So make sure you're doing that, which leads us to number two, prioritize self-care. Now, making self-care a priority by taking time for activities that help you relax, that help you recharge, such as exercise, maybe meditation, or just spending time with that special someone. So these are some things that you have to really work on. And I think a lot of times as women, we tend to be givers. And so we don't focus on number two as much, but having that self-care is super important. And I just told someone the other day, I... You know, I usually once a month, I have a couple of days just to myself and I've let that go the last couple of months. I've been starting, I've started two new businesses and while I'm working my other job or my other um, business. So it's, I haven't taken that time out for myself and it, I'm due, I'm way overdue. So I'm going to have to map out just a couple of days where I can go recharge mentally recharge, 
physically recharge and take that time for myself. And something I started doing this past couple of weeks, I started working with a personal trainer. And so um, you probably heard me talk about exercise, the importance of it. And I love to walk and I love to do those things. But I've been out of the gym for a minute. Like I've been doing things at home, just doing some weight training because I've done exercise all my life. So I know what to do. But here back again goes to the importance of having that coach or having that mentor, someone to push you even further and to make you stretch yourself in ways that you didn't think you could. So I have mapped out and I have taken two hours during the week to go work with my personal trainer. And he was like, Em, and his wife, we were talking about it, and they were like, are you sure you have time for this? And I'm like, I'm just at a point where I have to make time. I have to map out and take those two chunks out of my work week and make myself have that self-care time. And I am so glad that I have done it. And I feel so good about it. And I feel so much better about my body. I feel so much more uh, better mentally. So it's, it's those things. But I also feel like it's made me productive, more productive in my other hours. Because again, I've talked about having a schedule in a non-scheduled environment. And so I pulled those two hours out to specifically dedicate to working with my personal trainer. And I'm so happy that I've done it. All right. So number three, practice time management. All right. So this is one that, um, I have always struggled with just because it's, I, I wear so many hats. I do so many things. And so it's really, really hard for me to use these self-management tools such as calendars. Now I'm, I'm all about a to-do list. Okay. So I keep a notebook with me at all time and I have notebooks everywhere. So you can ask my, ask Heather because, you know, she's like, well, you've got your list. Where's your list? So I've always got my list of to-dos and I have different lists, different places. I have my calendar and certain things that I put in there. And then I have a notebook that I just scratch everything on. And I know that everything is going to be in that notebook that I need to do. So now maybe you are, um, you don't like a notebook. Maybe you don't like pen and paper. I do because I'm a visual, very visual person. So when I write something out, I tend to remember it better. But also I have a task management system. Um, I use MeisterTask right now and they are not sponsoring the show or anything, but that is who I use, MeisterTask. And that has been something that's been very, very um, challenging for me to do because I'm not used to using a task management system. But I have so much going on and I have so many people depending on me that I just told myself, this is something that I have to do for myself, for the people that work with me, but also for my customers and clients. So I, I really enjoy doing that um, because I can make lists there, but it also helps me manage my time, prioritize my task, and able to um, balance my important task and things that I have coming up. So if you have any questions about that, but I'd love to share more about that and I might in a later episode, but that is something that I have really um, tried to work on in this first quarter of this year is a task management system and implementing it into my daily life. So it's been pretty cool. Yes, not easy, but it's been cool and it's getting easier. So, all right, number four, delegate task. Now I'm really good at this. 
I love to give orders. <laughs> no, I just love, I'm, I've always been good at delegating tasks. Um, as a business, business owner, you know, we tend to take everything on ourselves and we try to do it all. And we can't, especially when we have growing businesses or we have businesses and we have more than one business. Um, this leads to burnout very, very quickly. So you have to learn to delegate tasks. And I know it's super hard for people like me or um, micromanagers because that means letting go of something. Yes, you can still be part of that. And yes, you can still have input, but you're actually releasing it to someone else and letting them take over that task. Um, whether it's hiring a new employee, maybe you have an assistant, maybe you have an intern. Those are always all, all good ways of delegating tasks. But I knew I have so much going on that I have Heather. She helps me with everything, paying bills. She manages, uh, does my accounting work. She um, helps me stay on task. But also like I have her Caitlin. So Caitlin does all of our social media. So Yes, I have input, and yes, she asks me, you know, she'll ask me different questions about what we need to do, and usually we're on the same page. She and I, we just, uh, we all like our brainwaves. We've all just gotten together. We've, we're in synchronization, synchronization, so it's really cool to watch that happen, and we all are growing with each other, and so it's just really fun. But learn to delegate tasks because you cannot do it all. It's super, super difficult to do everything yourself and that will lead to burnout. So make sure you delegate. All right, number five, set realistic expectations. So be realistic about what you can accomplish in a given day or week because guys, look, really, we only have so many hours in a day. There are only seven days of the week. There are only, you know, certain amount of hours in the day that you can get anything done. So make sure that you're not contributing to your own stress, contributing to your own burnout. And that's where that task management comes in handy. Because like I said, I've mapped out certain hours that I work on certain things. So does it always flow perfectly? Of course not. But again, just like I said in the last episode, I know what can flex and what can't. So make sure that you are setting those realistic expectations. What can I get accomplished? And again, that task management, I have down to the minute how long it's going to take me to do those specific tasks. Tasks, And sometimes I have to go back and, you know, change those a little bit or fine tune them. But pretty much I know how long it's going to take me to do this. Or if I get faster doing it this way, I can always go back and use those minutes somewhere else. So make sure that you're setting realistic expectations. Six, get support. You know, seek support, seek support from your friends, your family, your colleagues when needed. Having a support system can help you manage your stress and balance work and personal life. So I feel like that... Um, we all have to be on board with each other. You know, if someone needs me, I'm going to be there to help and vice versa. You know, if I say, okay, Heather, I really need you to do this today. She, I know I can count on her that she's going to do it in my personal or my business life. Um, just having that special someone there that can keep supporting you and telling you you're doing a great job and keeping you from being overstressed. 
Number seven. Okay, this is probably one of the most difficult things that I have had to learn how to do. And probably most women out there have trouble doing this. And it's saying no. Yes. Yes. I said no. <laughs> so saying no is super, super difficult for me because I want to help everybody. I want to do everything. And it's impossible. We have to say no sometimes. And it's okay to say no. But, you know, if I can, if it's not in alignment with you, it's not in alignment with you mentally, um, if it's going to stress you out, or if you can't show up and do that task well, then you probably need to say no. You know, just kind of evaluate it. And I used to be so bad at just automatically saying yes to everything before even thinking it through, before even uh, going through this thought process and just making myself, I've had to learn to tell myself to stop, give it a day, think about it. Then if I'm still in agreement or it's alignment with me, I can say yes to that activity. But look, you've got to learn to say no because that will lead to burnout. That will lead to so much stress in your life. You don't even know that um, learning to say no can help you prioritize your time, but also avoid overcommitting yourself because you do not want to be overcommitted. Believe me. All right, number um, eight, take breaks. It's important to take regular breaks throughout the day, whether it's going for a walk or taking a lunch. This can help you recharge and avoid break or avoid burnout. So just like today, we have been doing end of the month things this this morning. And you know, by lunchtime, I was like, okay, I need a break. Realizing that is the first step. So I told the other, I said, let's go to lunch. So we took off. We went down to our local little cafe and we just took a break. And we talked about what we did this weekend. We talked about things coming up, but it was just a nice little mental break. But also, you know, that mental stress can get to you physically. So relieving that mental stress keeps you from mental fatigue, but also body fatigue. So recognizing when you need a break. Now, sometimes in the afternoon, I know, hey, this is my cutoff. I've done everything that I can do today and I have to be done. I have to just take some time out and relax. Um, so make sure that you're taking breaks throughout the day. All right, number nine, celebrate your accomplishments. So celebrating your accomplishments, no matter how small, Taking time to acknowledge your successes, they can help you stay motivated and avoid feeling overwhelmed. So what I like to do is, I've told you before that I journal and I like to write in the morning. Um, I usually start my day off that way. I usually start writing the things that I'm thankful for, whether it be, hey, I got a new lead yesterday or, um, you know, we signed someone else new up at the for a booth at the market or even that we have a satisfied customer. It can be anything. It could be that, hey, my son texted me this morning and said he loved me. I mean, how awesome is that? But celebrate your successes, celebrate your wins, and I promise it will go a long, long way to keep you from overwhelm, to keep you from anxiety and feeling stressed. So, takeaways. We're going to do um, nine tips or strategies. So number one, we talked about setting boundaries. Two, making time for self-care. Three, practicing time management. Four, delegating tasks. Five, setting realistic expectations. 
Six, get support. Seven, learn to say no. And eight, take breaks. And then nine, celebrate your success or your accomplishments. Overall, balancing work and personal life as a woman entrepreneur requires a combination of time management, self-care, delegation, and support. And by implementing these strategies, you can manage stress and achieve a healthy work-life balance. So if you have any questions or Tell me some ways that you like to balance your work life with your personal life. Leave us a review. You can leave it there or shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. And again, if you need a mentor or a coach, I have a few spots available. So if you would like to do that, the link is in the show notes. I'll put it there for you. And sign up for our weekly email list. There are lots of great tidbits there. And I just kind of re- reinforce what I talk about on the podcast. So I hope you have a wonderful week. And I look forward again to talking to you next week.